When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Right here on 1049 The Horn. It is a 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when uh, my man Patrick, the idealionaire, plays jams from local bands and artists, very talented human beings that you have a chance to catch right here in the ATX. Who are we jamming right now, Patrick? This is Vallejo, and they're playing hey. a free show out at the Hill Country Galleria for Fourth of July. Love those guys, man. Big fan. Big fan. Uh, all right. So, uh, yeah, my man Patrick, always hooking you up with uh, great bands to, uh, and great places that you can go see all these really talented bands on a 512 Friday. Um, it is uh, right now uh, the free agency frenzy is upon us in the NBA. Uh, so lots of breaking news we'll get to all of, especially in Dallas right now. A lot of discussion in Dallas about all of the moves that are being made by the Mavs and by the Rangers. Rangers also got a big series starting up tonight versus Ghost Trolls. The Houston Astros might be the biggest series the Rangers have had in like seven years. Been a really long time since the Rangers have had this much on the line in a divisional series versus the Astros with them in first place and making history because they just had four All Stars starters selected yesterday. Yeah, and I mean, I think this is one where they want to say <laughs> this isn't the biggest series they're going to play this year. But if you don't win this series, Ooh. it becomes harder as the season goes on, and you're pushing in. And we know the Astros are getting healthier right now, so. I, it's just one of those, and we don't know what the Angels will do if they're going to be buyers as well. There could be other people banging mm-hmm. at the door, so you got to keep winning if you're the Rangers. If they win this series, it becomes important because it pulls them away even further, and they get to walk into All Star Weekend feeling pretty good and mm, feeling get that good. big cushion where it's harder and harder to catch up with them. Uh, yeah, and they just made a move, uh, like they they a move that winners would make. Uh, they're betting on themselves. They uh made a trade to acquire Araldus Chapman uh, from the Royals in exchange for uh, Cole Roggins, and they gave up a minor league prospect as well um, to get Araldus Chapman because they want to beef up the bullpen. That's exactly what they did. It is. You know, in terms of the the name value and his productivity, that may be something a little bit different these days. Uh, but uh, the Rangers are hoping he can be someone that makes a difference for him. But congrats to the Rangers, though, because uh, just we'll get to the other breaking news here. Obviously, NBA related, uh, but they did have four elected starters for the a- for the AL in the twenty twenty three All Star Game. Most elected starters for a team since twenty sixteen, when the Cubs had five and the Red Sox had four. 
these are also the first all-star starters for the Rangers since 2012 uh, when Texas had its previous record of three. So uh, Rangers right now uh, feeling really good about themselves, and they could have probably had another guy. I mean, uh, there's a lot of people that believe that Araldis, uh, you know, that um, Adelise Garcia, excuse me, got Araldis on the brain, Adelise Garcia, that he actually deserved to go to the All-Star game too. Now, obviously, there are some marquee names, some bigger names and brands um, getting voted ahead of him, um, but his number is really impressive. Uh, leads Major League Baseball in RBIs, second among American League outfielders in home runs with 20, uh, only player in Major League Baseball with 60-plus runs, 60-plus RBIs, uh, also – Leads all outfielders and outfielder assists. So he's a defensive weapon, too. So he's had a really good season. So he'll be on the offseason, but he won't be a starter. Uh, but definitely with some uh, some some great numbers uh, that definitely argue his case. Uh, but we'll get to some more Rangers news. So shout out to the Rangers because we're going to preview Rangers Astros a little bit, too. Uh, but let's get back to the NBA. And, well, we remember oh, mentioned, uh, that Roni Cabrera that is part of that trade. 17-year-old uh, part of the Rangers system. So no mm-hmm. one... So they don't really know what they have with him yet. He wasn't one of their top guys that they thought was going to be building up soon, but yeah. a young guy that may have some potential down the road. All right, there you go. Um, and uh, also, as might as well just stay in Dallas since we're or in the D, the Dallas area. There, since we in it. Um, it also has been reported by multiple uh, sources that Kyrie Irving did indeed sign. It is a done deal with the Dallas Mavs, and the number Sham Sharania had out there is a three-year, $126 million contract to return to the Mavs. Uh, prior to free agency starting, there were reports, uh, multiple reports, that he was going to visit other teams. Those other teams include the Suns, the Houston Rockets, Miami Heat, the Lakers, and the Clippers. Um, we're assuming he did not get to any of those meetings. Um some of them are supposed to be remote, so I'm assuming the Mavs did not even want to give him the opportunity to seek uh, other uh, options in free agency. They just put the, you know, uh, they just kind of put that to the kibosh on any discussion about Kyrie exploring free agency. And I agree with it. You know, don't even let it become a big issue. It's been a, it's been a bit of a problem for the Dallas Mavs recent years to really compete with teams in free agency. I don't know why, but that yeah. has been an issue. Why would you want to do it again right now with Kyrie Irving? One of the most unpredictable athletes out there. Yeah, and if you're <laughs> if you know that you have a temperamental star, we saw what just happened with James Harden. That James Harden is not happy that they didn't offer him a good contract and he thought he was owed something and he thought he he had a wink wink nudge nudge deal that was going to happen with the 76ers. They don't offer it and he's like, "Cool, I want out now." And, you know, with Kyrie, he's probably not going to demand it right now, but by the trade deadline he might be mad if you only gave him 35. You're, you're putting him in a bad mood. Mm-hmm. That he's going to start coming in and going, oh, you don't, oh, you want me to You want me to put up 20 points a night? You can't pay me like that. You want me to do it? Oh, you can't pay me like that. Mm-hmm. And so I think you do this, you pay him, and it takes away some of that. Now, does that mean that he'll be happy for three years? Probably not. History would tell us no, but at the same part, I think you have to do those types of things. If you lose him, it's almost a foregone conclusion that Luka Doncic is not gonna is going to leave at some point, mm, like that, yeah. because now you just don't that's have the, the pieces, game. you yeah. don't have the draft picks, you, you've given up everything you can 
to bring him. I So I feel like you have to do whatever you can to keep Luka Doncic there. Because once you lose that, you're in full rebo mode with no picks because you gave them all up. Yeah, no, that's that's the long game that we're not talking about right now. It's like, no, 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 you got to make sure you're competitive so yeah. that Luka doesn't start losing hope in the franchise and in the leadership there. Which yeah. I think right now he hasn't. I'm not saying he has. No. But if you're not competitive and, hell, you didn't make the playoffs last year. That's right. No, that's, I mean— yeah. That's a big deal. Yeah, in the you, NBA, we got a play-in game now. You that's made a, big a deal. trade to. I know you improve, tanked it at the end. So. I know, but you made a trade to improve your team, <laughs> and you didn't make the playoffs. You were a playoff team before you made the trade. Yeah, and then you trade him, and you didn't make the playoffs. That's and yes, there were injuries. Yeah, yes. and you tanked at the end. I get it. All that kind of yes. stuff. Yes. However, in the grand scheme of things, when you're looking at it two <laughs> years down the road, when Luke is looking and trying to make decisions, he's going to look and go, "Oh no, we missed the playoffs that year," and then they didn't even keep the guy. Yeah, that's that. You're right. That's a great point of the sacrifice. You gave up all the capital you gave up, and then you missed the playoffs. And it's like, so you basically, that was an experiment for nothing? Yeah, you, you did re sign <laughs> Jalen Brunson when he wanted it for less money, and that dude turns out to be an, uh, an all star player the next season when he goes to the Knicks. Then you trade everything to go get another point guard for me, and he's gone. I, it's, you know, you have to be, you just have to know that in today's game. That if you're going to try and rebuild, or you need to have a very open line of communication to your players mm. that this is the way you're doing it, and some of the players will get it. Damian Lillard has been very patient with the with the Trailblazers. Oh yeah, that's the exception. He's no, the most I know, patient but, star but, out there. He's like Tim Duncan, like patience. <laughs> but certain teams will do that, and certain players will do that. But a lot of players they don't have that line of communication because they're always trying to sell them a bill of goods, mm. and then when that bill of goods doesn't come up right. And you're checking your receipts, and you're like, "Wait a minute, we suck again." Hmm. Yeah, that was you're right about the. I, I didn't even think about the fact that you know after they gave up all the stuff to give up <clears throat> to get Kyrie Irving. Excuse me. You that one. If you have, if you bring him in for just that one year, and then that one year fails, and you let him go. I mean, that is a disastrous situation for the Mavs. You almost had yeah. no choice but to resign Luka. To. And I that's mean, why resign Kyrie. And that's why you had to go up on the money because. <laughs> I, it, it hurts your capabilities of doing some other things. It's not where you wanted to be in the salary cap, but it's probably roughly $7 million more million a year, so over $21 million in the grand scheme of things. When your payroll is $121 million over three years, you're going to throw away everything that you gave up. You have to give those extra $21 million just to try and – you got to double down on to, this yeah, thing. Because yeah. you're already so pot committed. Yep, I agree. You got to double down on it. Uh, someone say call it a sunk cost fallacy, but still, uh, otherwise, you could end up looking foolish as an organization. Yeah, and, and it's fine. If you decide, hey, man, we're not going to win. We're trading off Kyrie. We've told Luca, and we're going to hopefully he's going to stay with us or Kyrie's going to go. We know that it's not. we're never going to win a championship this way. I'm fine with you trying to be realistic and logical. Just understand Luca's probably going to want to trade too, and you're going to have to rebuild from scratch. That's. That's the flip side of it. So yeah. you don't want that because then it means you can't sell tickets, which means you can't do whatever you need to do. And if you need to build a new building in a few years, you're not going to be able to do that because you don't have Luka Doncic. There's a lot of things that go into running a business other than necessarily winning a championship. And mm. you got real lucky that you made the right pick out of Trey Young and Luka Doncic. Oh, you yeah. have to. You have to now make that because you remember – Technically, Luka was drafted by the Hawks. Trey Young was drafted by the Mavs. Then they switched picks. Also, they did that with their last best player. Dirk Nowitzki was picked by the Bucks. The uh, hey, the Mavs know how they know how to pick them, man. They're savvy. Yeah. Taking Robert Tractor Trailer and Pat Garrity, I believe, was in that trade. 
Mavs are savvy. Gotta and so they've done them. it a couple times in drafting, and then they trade away all their picks, even though they draft pretty well. Um, yeah. <laughs> Hey, it's not perfect. I, I'll still say Mo Bamba's out there for the Mavs. That's a guy I'd love to see them go after. I know they don't have a great track record of developing talent, but for a center that if he's healthy to play a stretch five, that's a guy I'd be looking at. Uh, yeah, we talked about this yesterday, right? They need kind of a, a five, a versatile five that can protect the rim, uh, that can be you know kind of a, a drop defender as well too, and that could be a lob guy. And you know for Luca. If you can find that, they didn't surround him with a lot of shooters, spread the floor, but give him a big man to play the two-man game with, he can be lethal. Lethal. Yeah. Um, all right. Um, the other big news in the NBA, there's a lot of news happening right now. Other than the Kyrie uh, news, him re-signing with the Mavs. Um, Draymond Green as well had decided to re-sign with the, his old team, the Warriors. Uh, CEO of Clutch Sports, Rich Paul, uh, reported that they agreed with the Warriors on a four-year, $100 million contract to return to Golden State. There you go. The $100 million deal contains a player option in year four for uh, Draymond. So Draymond Green, you know, he got four years, and it looks like the Warriors are going to try to run it back and try to give it one more try to win a title with this core. And it makes sense um, to try to win it with this core right now to go to because I right now they don't want to start the rebuild. Nobody wants to start the rebuild, and they're not going to start it with Steph there anyway because that would just be disrespectful to Steph's and his legacy and what he's done with the Warriors. So they want to try to stave off the rebuild as long as possible. Bob Myers, that's why he jumped ship. He figured uh, this is the beginning of the end for the Warriors, but we shall see. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, but this the West is, is. I think you understand. You've got to make this move uh, again. He's another guy you're going to lose, get nothing back from. Uh, it's really going to hurt your morale. Steph Curry likes him. Uh, Clay Thompson likes him. Now the question is, how long? Much longer is Clay Thompson going to be there? He has a uh, player option coming up next year, and we'll see if he opts in or opts out, and if they try and bring him back as well. But yeah, I think they're going to try <laughs> one more year. I think they feel this year was kind of a. A miss, but they they're a year away from winning a uh, NBA championship, so they're going to go with that. Uh, another story just came out: Gabe Vincent, one of the players that played for Miami in the finals, played well, has just agreed to a deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. Whoa, that's that's surprising, isn't it? Yeah, I did not the think Lakers the Lakers had this much, much room. Yeah, because so I was like, they I, have much money because it feels like they were really all in on sign re-signing Austin Reeves, Austin Reeves. and they Rudy made well, they the rumors were they were going to make him an offer. I just saw on ESPN it said they made him an offer. I I got I'll find the offer. I, I, it, it looked like they were. They said they were going to offer him the max amount they could, which I believe is four years, fifty two million dollars. Okay, I believe that is what the max because of him being two years in the league and all that stuff. Uh, so, but if you keep offering this, I don't know if they're going to try and I don't know what they're going to be trying to do. Uh, if they have another way to open up money, I mean, this pretty much that's the end of. Uh, that's the end of uh, D'Angelo Russell. He's clearly gone from from the Lakers. Oh, yeah, could be. It's a good point. Maybe that's why they figured they got the room. Yeah, some, I'm seeing reports here. Like I said, I haven't seen one lately, but it says four years, $52 million is what the Lakers are offering Austin Reeves. That's what the, the reported offering, but if they're going to sign some other guys, I don't know how all that money technically works out. Okay. Uh, all right, but, I got you. But, you know, if, if – and again, this is all NBA stuff. It's a new CBA, so there is weird rules around. And uh, I don't know for you know exactly how much money, and this may go into a mid-level exception or something like that. Uh, but yes, they've already signed T- uh, Tayshawn Prince, 
and or Torian Prince, sorry. Torian Prince and Gabe Vincent, the Lakers have, so making moves already. And it was saying they were trying to match any offer that Rui Hachimura could get in free agency or Austin Reeves would get in free yes, agency, Yes, right? but there is things, too. I don't know there's rules about how much you can match because they don't technically have his bird rights, so he's restricted. But because they only signed the two-year deal, you get bird rights at three years. And if anybody doesn't know, bird rights are named after Larry Bird, basically when the salary cap started. That the Celtics were like, oh, we're over the cap and Larry Bird's a free agent. We can't re-sign him. Uh, this is mm-hmm. crazy. You can't tell us we're going to lose one of the best players in NBA history uh, because you just started a salary cap after we'd already made all these yeah, deals. It's not our fault. Yeah. And so they basically made a rule that if a guy was on your team for three years, met a certain amount of requirements, then you could re-sign him to go over the cap. An which is how everyone yeah. is so over the cap right now. But that's So you get him at three years. But they did this with Alex Caruso as well. They signed him to a two-year deal instead of a three-year deal because they didn't want to uh, risk as much money if they weren't a success. They turned out to be a raving success, and then they screwed themselves because they wouldn't have been a three-year deal. He would have been under contract next year and then been able to sign whatever contract because they would have had the bird rights. Yeah. So one of those things that the Lakers have now messed up twice, uh, and you know that first time they do it right, it'll be for a player that doesn't work out and they'll be stuck with them. Just so, <laughs> a law of averages there. <laughs> um, yeah, man. It's uh, yeah. It, it, there's a lot of other uh, stories, or at least I should say, a lot of the deals that are being made in free agency. So we'll try to get to as many of them as we can. At least the most impactful ones. Uh, another impactful one, though, I thought was really good for Milwaukee that they kept Chris Middleton. I think that's big. In the grand scheme of things, I thought I thought he was yeah. gonna end up going somewhere else. I did too. I don't think the money was there anywhere else. That could be, and I think that's where the money was not at. Uh, I, I will say, Brooke Lopez right now is the one to watch for me. The Rockets reportedly are interested and in every, Brooke Lopez. Everyone is interested. Okay. He is a stretch five with championship experience. So you're saying Dallas should be interested too? They don't have the money. They don't have the money. That, that's the thing is he he's going to be so. Like, Sacramento could try and move some stuff around and get him. They would be a team that's interested. Uh, the Spurs will be interested. The Rockets will be interested. They have cap space. They're able to make a move like that. Uh, the Pistons would be interested. But anybody, if anybody has move like area to move around, a stretch five is the prototypical five right now. You want a guy who can shoot a three, step back to clear out your lane so your guards can drive, and then be able to play defense and rebound on the inside. He does all of those things for Milwaukee. He's also really good because he's not a max player, so he can do a mm. lot of the things he wants, but he's also not a full max player, so yeah. you can get him down there. The question is, how much is Milwaukee going to be able to offer him where they don't want to go in the luxury tax, they don't want to go too far into all this money because they're a smaller market team. So if a team like the Spurs or the Rockets or the Pistons or somebody else with cap space comes in and gives him a better offer – even if it is a two-year deal, a one- or two-year deal, but they offer him 35 mm. to 40 versus Milwaukee trying to offer him 25 to 30, he may he may decide to make a move, but he's he's also kind of a, a weirder dude of just uh, okay. kind of old school. And, like, you know, he has a, he has a twin brother, Robin Lopez. Yep. They're both very intelligent guys. When they asked him what team he would prefer to play with if he could go anywhere, he said Seattle. So he's just kind of that, mm-hmm, like yeah. he's that kind of dude. He named the team that doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no doubt. Yeah, you can't just try to predict exactly yeah. what so he's you, thinking. You don't know. Yeah. I would say the front runner is Milwaukee because of Chris Middleton re-signing that he may say, okay, let me come back that's there. Running, that's running the back. money's there. Yeah. I have a better chance to win. I know the system. I know what everything is. I'm not taking a shot where if I go to the Spurs, if I go to the Pistons, if I go to the Rockets, 
I may be done. My career arc and where they're at are not on the same two pages. Uh, Sacramento is possible, but they probably have to give something up now because they re-signed Harrison Barnes. So it's just a trick of you know how much money you have to give up to play on another contender or and, and why are you leaving if you're giving up money. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, other very notable signings uh, that you have recognized that you thought were pretty interesting or impactful? Any other ones that are impactful to you so far? No, I mean, uh, I mean Jeremy Grant re-signing with Portland is big because that was one of Dame's people. Uh, he, he guys listed, he, he really wanted, yeah, and they gave go. him a big old contract to stay. So that <laughs> is a that's a big name to get him come back. Uh, I will say names you're looking out for: Fred Van Fleet. We still haven't heard anything on uh, Austin Reeves. We just talked about, but that's another name. Houston apparently really likes Fred Van Fleet. That, that's, uh, that's one of his favorites because he wants veterans who've played in championship, you know, situations in championship moments. Yes. Fred Van Fleet's done that, and he wants someone who he believes can be a calming. I don't know if a calming is the right word that he believes can be a positive influence on a young team that yes. he's helping trying to build a culture. He's a culture guy too. Yeah, I uh, I do love Trey Jones <laughs> is uh, that resigning for the Spurs two years twenty million doesn't give you lets you have some more flexibility down the road which is what you wanted to have plus you know you're able to bring back a point guard instead of trying to go out there and find somebody else if they play in the system Trey Jones already knows pop system he did well last year for the Spurs so I'm a I'm a fan of that signing. And uh, enjoying that the Phoenix Suns apparently watched the 2021 Spurs, I believe. Uh, <laughs> Drew Eubanks, Ch- Chimizi Mitu, and uh, Kidabi Diop, who was actually on the Spurs last year, mm-hmm. all signing with the Suns immediately in free agency. They're all lesser contract guys because they're all part of rebuilding. So none of those contracts, they're all kind of around minimums because that's deals. what Phoenix can do. But they were like, if you're going to get a solid player for no money, let's look up the Spurs roster. There's a good chance they were developed really well. Right? Yeah. Good so they develop really well, yeah. and you get it for cheap. Come on, and you know, yeah, the, the, the Spurs vet they vet players pretty good too. Yeah, uh, we also mentioned Cam Johnson resigns with uh, Brooklyn. Uh, that was a guy that a lot of teams were looking at as a you know a three and D, a really good player. It, you know, and everybody wants more shooting, and he is a guy who can shoot really well. So uh, him being able to stay. Or in Brooklyn keeps that part of that trade for Kevin Durant makes it look even better because they are now putting those pieces together. That I mean, they have too many wings, mm-hmm. but it's a good thing to have wings that people want. And Mikael Bridges, Dorian Finney-Smith, and Cam Johnson are all guys that a lot of the league would love to have on their team. So if they do have to end up moving off of one of those guys, they will be able to get really good value for them. Okay. Uh, Jakob Pertl also staying in Toronto. He got some money, didn't he? He got, he got 20 a year, which is good. Yeah, uh, but good. that was a guy that a lot of Spurs fans, at least, <laughs> were looking out for. He played for the Spurs, was a really good player for the Spurs. He will stay in uh, Toronto, so the Spurs fans will not get a reunion with Jakob Pertl. Yeah, four years, $80 million. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, it's that security, man. Because you know in the NBA, the money's guaranteed. Yeah. So a lot of these players, it's like, well, you can give up a little bit here, a little bit there, but those two-year deals are not as good as a four-year deal with a little bit of a pay cut. That security. Money, that security. And as a an old man. You know, and, and that's yeah. new CBA. We don't know what – like, mm-hmm. it could end up where players in that middle range start getting a lot less money because they go, well, we're going to give these guys max and everybody else gets scraps. Yeah, especially if you're an expensive contract. The more expensive yeah. you are, more likely you are to get cut. Just happened at ESPN. A lot of uh, – and uh, we'll put another one. George Niang has left the Philadelphia 76ers to go to the Cleveland Cavaliers, another part of Philly trying to figure out what they're going to do going forward. 
All right, there you go. Uh, some uh, NBA updates with the free agency frenzy that continues. Um, and we'll give you some more updates uh, on the other side, actually. We'll talk some baseball. The Rangers made a trade for some bullpen help. We'll get into how uh, impactful that can be for the Rangers' run post-All-Star break run. But they got a really important series starting tonight versus the Houston Astros. Go Strolls! So we'll preview that a little bit coming up right here on Ball Don't Lie on 104.9 on The Horn. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Don't lie, right here on 104.9 The Horn. It is a 512 Friday edition of Ball Don't Lie. That's when my man Patrick, the idealionaire, plays jams from local bands and artists. Very talented human beings that you have a chance to catch live right here in the ATX. Who are we jamming right now, Patrick? This is Bob Schneider, and he is playing up at the hot spot for the 4th of July. The hot spot. Oh, yeah. Well, that can be damn near anywhere in Austin right now. It's hot all over the damn place. <laughs> well, this uh, is spelled with an A-U. Ah, there you go. A-U-T, so it's okay. a little spelled different, but yes. Right. There you go. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Uh, appreciate Patrick all the time. Uh, doing a great job for 512 Friday. Always doing the hard work. Try to find you uh, some great venues, even better uh, bands and talented artists that you can uh, enjoy over the weekend. So we appreciate his efforts. We also, uh, this weekend, hopefully... Um, we'll be appreciating uh, the efforts of the Astros and the Rangers, depending on if you're a Rangers fan or an Astros fan. All right, you've got one of the better series yeah. taking place uh, in Major League Baseball. Hopefully, we'll be appreciating it. I know. You Rangers did, fans, can you've had a good enough season already. We got a lot. They've had a great <laughs> season. We got a lot of Rangers fans <laughs> listening to the show, so I try to show love. I, know, I try I to know. let my Astros bias show, <laughs> but it's hard, and it shows. But I give love to the Rangers. I don't I don't hate on the Rangers because it, it, they ain't got nothing to hate on. How about this? So they just made a trade, um, and this came from the ticket, but it has since been uh, confirmed by other sources as well that these Rangers are acquiring left-hander Araldis Chapman from the Royals uh, for Cole uh, Roggins. It's also a, you said this, you, you told me what the prospect was, and they got a minor league prospect out there as well, uh, Roni Cabrera. Yes, that, that is, what I believe, is what it Ron- is, but he is a 17-year-old pr- uh, prospect, okay. so not there. And uh, if we get the stats on Cole Reagans, he is 25 years old. He was 2-6 and six with a 5.3 R2 e, uh, ERA in 26 games and 9 starts for Texas over the last two seasons. Uh, he was a first-round selection in 2016, but a guy that they feel they had run through their system and hadn't pulled all the potential they wanted, so they were ready to move on from him. Uh, yeah, and if you want to get into some of the uh, – because there's obviously – 
a lot of people who said Araldus Chapman maybe not the same pitcher that he was. Yes. Um, when he was, I mean, he's with the definitely Yankees. not the same pitcher he was when he was the best closer in baseball. Yes, of course. Um, but some people obviously will may exaggerate that decline. Here's some numbers. So he has a 2.45 ERA uh, with 53 strikeouts and 20 walks in 29 innings pitched. Opposing hitters are batting just 158 against Chapman. And Chapman's 16.2 Ks per nine inning shrinks second in Major League Baseball. So maybe the decline is exaggerated somewhat. Because those stats sound pretty damn good, actually. No, they do. I mean, it's in Kansas City, too, so he's not been in as many pressure-packed situations as you are when you're with the Yankees. I know he's looking forward to having another shot at Jose Altuve. Altuve! Uh, him and Altuve don't have the best history because some people made up some lies on the internet. People thought it was true. <laughs> uh, but but we know their, their history is uh, well-reported uh, with that giant home run for the Astros. Yes, sir, it is. and uh, And now it gets even deeper. Division rivals. Yes, they will see each other. I wonder. I assume he wouldn't play in this series. No, just got him. Right? Uh, and I especially, don't know. yeah, I don't think it, so. well, especially considering that, like, the whole thing with the Yankees where the blow up was, they kept telling him, like, "Hey, you have to show up at practices," and he just wouldn't show up. So yeah, the, it, it got to a point where he was not even showing up. So it had nothing to do with pitching anymore. He was just a nuisance off the field as well. He was a distraction. So that is something that you know, Bocce is going to have to watch for. Well, maybe a change of scenery is what he wanted, and this is it. Change of scenery. And he's, and he's with a team that's winning. Yeah. He's one of the better teams in Major League Baseball so, right now. He, look, if he comes in with the right attitude, he could be a huge addition for them. Even if he's not a closer, if he's a setup guy, it could be a huge addition. I totally agree with you. Uh, the Rangers will be riding high in this series off of the announcement yesterday. They will have four uh, American League All-Star starters, and essentially uh, they got the infield in. <laughs> they, uh, Marcus Simeon, Corey Seager, and Josh Young, three-fourths of their infield, ends up being voted as all-star starters. And they got the catcher, Jonah Hyam, in there as well. So those are your four starters for the Rangers in the all-star game. And that makes history uh, for the Rangers. The last time they had this many starters, you had to go back to 2012. Last time they had – or so actually, these are the first all-star starters for the Rangers since 2012 when they had three. Say you haven't seen a Rangers team this good in a while, and they haven't been in a series this important against the Astros in a while because the the Astros haven't been in this situation where they're looking up at the Rangers in that division in a long time since they had their run, and especially with this many injuries uh, that have really added to the inconsistency of the Astros. This this could depending on how lopsided this series is. And I think for the Astros, their hope has got to be that they win it. And if they lose it, they can't – it cannot be a sweep. Like, if they lose it, it's got to be – you know, they got to take one. Something like at least. Because if it's a sweep, you're talking about the Rangers running away with this damn division. Or hard to say run away because we're not at the halfway point. We're just there at the All-Star break. But it will be really hard to – what, it will be a nine-game lead? Well, they if five, they sweep them right now, they they're down five. It'll be a nine-game lead that, no. with you're going into. Now you have another series or two before the All-Star break, so you could cut it back to seven maybe if you were lucky. Uh, but that would require you winning a lot of games. That that's uh, it's just a big series that you can't get you can't get swept in this series. But neither team, because on the flip side, if the Astros win, is a one-game lead for the Rangers, and you're realistically able to say. They could go into the All Star break not in the lead anymore, so 
it's big in that sense that they can they can widen the gap. They can't let it get closer than one game closer. You know what I mean? You can't I mean, let it get three games closer, four games closer. No, it's it's a big series for both for both teams. Like it's huge. It's it could swing that division right before the All Star break, and then somebody comes out of the All Star break with a ton of momentum, healthier. How the Astros need to get? They need to get healthy. They come out of the All Star break healthier with momentum after you know. Putting putting it on the Rangers in that series, that would be huge for the Astros if things go the other way for the Astros. And we're talking about them losing that series 3-1 or even getting swept. And then I don't care if it matters how healthy they are coming out of that the All-Star break. The, the mentality will be the Rangers are just better. Yeah, and I mean, it's a better team. And we'll also put this in that if the, if the Astros get knocked back in the series and the the Angels, Angels play well. Yeah, this. exactly. They're pulling four or five games out of the Astros as well, and so it's there's a lot that can go down this weekend. Uh, so it, it's just a big series. It's fun to watch. Also, if you are like many people in the Austin area who don't have AT and T Sportsnet, is one of those chances you get if you have Bally Sports, which a lot more people have Bally Sports in Austin mm-hmm. than have AT and T Sportsnet. Oh, yeah. You can actually watch the games. For sure. Uh, so that it makes it easier for me to watch the games because AT&T Sportsnet, I have to find ways to watch it. And with Bally Sports. You mean hacking somebody's account? <laughs> you know, not hacking. <laughs> okay, oh, yeah, yeah. sharing, sharing. Sorry, sharing. You know, just when they some, give you the password, people are friendly people. That's what I'm saying. When they give you the password, share. You're right. I'd use the wrong yes, word. It hacking is, it would is, be stealing. Yeah, so that yes. is so, but that is it makes it much easier for me to watch a, a Astro series that way. So I, I'll appreciate it. I may have to turn the volume down because I'd be rooting for the wrong team. <laughs> uh, that's all right. Like, I, I, I think it's going to be. I think the ratings. Like I said, I don't. I, the ratings probably won't be high just because of the annoyance of trying to find it, and it shouldn't be. But I, it, they're going to be Astros fans and Rangers fans glued to this series. I, I will tell you this too. This is going to be fun to see. This should be the loudest the Gilf has ever been. Oh, oh yeah. Consider how big the series is. I agree. I mean, it's the biggest series in the Gulf. We can say that for no sure. No doubt. No doubt. It should. Yeah. And I, I mean, there'll be a couple of few Astros fans that'll. It's the brave, summer. Brave people, the people going out on Fourth of July weekends. You get to take the family out to the ballpark. The biggest series so far in this park's history. Yeah, you're definitely right about that. Definitely. For Hopefully, the it should get some loud out there. And I know that's not great for my Astros, but I mean, <laughs> I, I think it's great for for the the Rangers. For all that money they spent to make this rivalry a bigger thing, it'll be awesome if they can get that building rocking during this series. That's another thing I'm happy for with the Rangers too, with the four starters on the All Star team, and you can argue, you can argue that you know uh, Adelise Garcia could have made it too. All that is because they paid for this. They they spent good money <laughs> for works. this, and yeah, now they it's paying huge dividends for them. All right, we come back, we'll wrap it up, put it in the oven, let you know what's on tap right here on Ball Don't Lie, one four nine the horn. Pop a top again. You mind if I have some of your tasty beverage to wash you? Oh, yeah. yeah. I've been known to drink a beer or two. I think a man working outdoors feels more like a man if you can have a bottle of suds. It's only my opinion, sir. I got beer. I got bottled breast milk. Eh, why don't we start with the beer? Okay. It's 5 o'clock somewhere. Wait, it's already 5 o'clock here. It's time for What's on Tap. How about a nice cool drink? That's oh, really man, good. That's good. That's that is- Pop a top again. I've just got time for one more round. Set em up, my friend. All right, welcome back to Ball Don't Lie right here on 1049 The Horn. Getting ready to wrap it up and put it in the oven. Uh, before we do, we'll let you know what's on tap. Ooh, somebody 
Billy Joe, Jim Bob just sent a link on the text line. Said you can um you can you can stream and watch any sporting event, it says here. Gave you a Yeah, hit. yeah. I have no idea how those sites work. I've never heard of oh, them yeah. before in my life. <laughs> I guess I shouldn't be announcing illegal activity on these no, text I, lines. Rod, me and you would never do anything that <laughs> that brazen. That brazen and terrible <laughs> and admit it on air. <laughs> Very true. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, just throw it out there. Thank you, Texter. Uh but we uh we we're gonna abide by all the laws uh with our justice system because uh we wanna make sure we're Tax-paying, law-abiding citizens. That's what we want to do. But thank you very much. Thank you to all you folks on the Specs text line. Really appreciate you guys and your participation. Makes the show better every day. If you miss any part of any of the shows, please go to hornfm.com. You can catch up with them on the podcast page. Uh, just makes it easy on you. All right. You got a long holiday weekend. Patrick, what's on tap, brother? Uh, I will be watching the Rangers all weekend. That's the right. Rangers and Astros series all weekend. Go Strolls! My boys, Blackheart Saints, are playing at Moon Tower Saloon tomorrow night. I will be down there supporting those guys. Uh, we played them a little bit earlier in the show. Yes. Uh, I'll be going out and supporting them. And then uh, just hanging out. I think trying not to get in too much trouble, get in the pool. Oh, get in the pool. Trying not to get in too much trouble before I'm, we get back to work on Wednesday. That's going to be great. I'm going I'm to I'm definitely eat some barbecue. I probably will have to grill something as well. It's 4th yeah. July to celebrate. So I'm going to grill something. And, yes, I am hoping for an Astros win in this series versus the Rangers, but I definitely will be glued to that series this weekend. Uh, so enjoy the holidays, Patrick. All you guys enjoy the holiday weekend. You guys deserve it. Uh, remember 4th of July, so happy 4th of July to everybody out there. Remember, the revolution will not be televised. We'll be talking about it right here on Ball Don't Lie. We love you guys. We mean that. Take care of yourselves, but more importantly, take care of each other. Peace.